What's up, listeners? In today's episode, we had the chance to talk to Yahya Gahabish, an international student from Tunisia, which is a country located in North Africa. So I wanted to share with you some five fun facts about the country. The official language of Tunisia is Arabic, and the national language is Derja. Fun fact two, the population of Tunisia as of January 2017 was 11.5 million. Fun fact three, Tunis is the capital and the largest city of Tunisia. Fun fact four, the highest mountain peak is called Jebel Ashambi, which is over 5,000 feet above sea level. Fun fact five, Ishkil National Park, located north of Tunisia, is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. To learn more fun facts about Tunisia, visit justfunfacts.com or see the show notes. All right. So, uh, <laughs> don't stare at me, otherwise I won't be able to start. Okay. Welcome back, listeners. You are listening to Project First Gen. My name is Chavi. I'm Teddy Vo. No, let's start it again. Okay. These guys are nervous because I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are is here. Is it like this every day? No, this, no. Okay. That's because you because Gosh. because of your great presence and because Ooh, you're a star. Yes. My God. <laughs> let's do All it. Right. Let's do let's it. Let's go. Okay. Welcome back, listeners, to Project First Gen. I'm your host, Chavi. And I'm Teddy Vo. So, Teddy, did you know that 10% of the student body population at Seattle University are international students? I have no ideas about it. But today, we have the pleasure of in- interviewing one of those 10%. So, our guest, can you introduce yourself? Good morning. Yes. Thank you for having me here first. My name is Yaya Gabish, and I am from Tunisia. My name, I can also go by Yahya, if you can say that. <laughs> But yeah, Yahya is okay. Okay. So right. so our esteemed co-host, J. Anthony, likes to start the show um, with first question, which is, what did you eat today? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you just not put me on the spot, but okay, what did I eat? First thing, I ate a banana. Okay. I was going to eat cereal, but then I was like, no, I don't have time. So I grabbed coffee and uh, what do you call that? Cho- chocolate croissant. And how yeah. are you feeling today? I'm feeling great, actually. I'm excited because I registered for my next classes for next quarter. Awesome. And wow. it looks like I have a good schedule. Got all my classes. Um, Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. you. <laughs> also, also, listeners cannot see this, but it's beautiful outside. Yes, it's mm-hmm. sunny. It's rare like for sunny. Seattle. It's really rare here in Seattle. It's like spring right now. It, right. Yeah, very beautiful. Correct. By my apartment, I also saw a little bit of cherry blossoms coming no on way. the trees, which is like wow. awesome. That's kind of early, but that's good. <laughs> well, today, something is exciting about this episode is all three of us are international students, so I feel pretty proud of our team yeah. today. What's, let's high five. Let's high five. Let's do high five there. Right and left. Wow. Felicitation. Merci. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're not. Are we allowed to speak French? No. People can't. You speak. can. You, 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 you I mean, can't speak a little bit French. Ooh, I mean, we're international, so that's yeah. kind of. We have like. Um, Languages is our jam. We have international host and we have domestic host. So Ooh. don't be shy of you. Don't be shy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Huh? <laughs> Merci tout le monde. So are you uh, ready, Aya? I think I am. I'm always ready because you're never ready. So you just <laughs> yeah. have to say I'm ready and hope for the best. Aniva? 
On y va, on y va. Okay, yeah, yeah. so we want to start with how would you describe your background and upbringing? Wow, my gosh, this is like a job interview now. <laughs> uh, what do, how do I describe my, my background and upbringing? Mm-hmm. I think my background, I've always been asked this question before, and uh, <clears throat> I have a very diverse background, mm-hmm. uh, although I've only lived in one country before, mm-hmm. so I don't have like that like diversity of traveling mm-hmm. like living in different places yeah. but mm-hmm. i do have a background because back home it's already very diverse mm-hmm. as in uh like language wise culture mm-hmm. culturally we're open to europe uh africa middle east um my family all, all of them traveled a lot mm-hmm. and i did too so i kind of got that like international open mindset from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, other stuff, what do I have? So you are from Tunisia, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. So for our listeners, could you maybe give us an idea of where on the map Tunisia is? Sure thing. This is what I do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tunisia, located in north of Africa. So if you take Africa and you take the highest point mm-hmm. in it, it's that's Tunisia. And it's very close to Italy, France, Spain, uh, Algeria and Libya, if you know a little bit of geography in Africa. Uh, what else? It's in the Mediterranean Sea. So it used to be Carthage, which is like a big, um, a, b- a huge part of our history. So what else? Could you talk about um, what? Yeah, language. Oh, my gosh. That's Culture. a big thing. Okay, language. So we are uh, multilingual, or um, I think it has a word. I don't, I'm trying to remember it. We can look it up if you have it. Basically, we speak um, two official languages mm-hmm. uh, called uh, Arabic, which is the one used in books and like mm-hmm. everything very official. Uh, French, because of a French colony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, English is spoken, used, but it's very... Like only a few people use it, mostly um, young people mm-hmm. or businesses. Uh-huh. We also have a national language, which is like a dialect, but it's mm. very different from Arabic because we use a lot of different words that mm-hmm. are not Arabic. So and what s- is that dialect called? It's called Tunisian Arabic or Derja mm-hmm. for whoever mm-hmm. you know is familiar with that because we also say Derja for Moroccan mm-hmm. Arabic. Okay. So it's like a, a word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what else? And I learned Spanish for... Um, like two years back in Tunisia, and I took a quarter or like a semester term here in Seattle wow. or like Washington State. So, could you say hello in all of the languages that you speak? Oh my gosh. Should okay, I... sure. Okay, we start with uh, <laughs> Tunisian. It's Aslema. Aslema comes from like Assalamu Alaikum, but it's kind of Tunisian version. Mm-hmm. And then Assalamu Alaikum or like Marhaban is Arabic. Bonjour, uh, bienvenue. Oh, that's uh, you know that, right? Yeah, I know all of that. We so have a French, French speaker here. French speaker. Bonjour or salut if it's like a kind of casual. Yeah, au savoir bien. Yes, uh, hello or whatever. You know, we all speak English. <laughs> <laughs> hello, good morning. Uh, what's the other one? Buenos dias. I also learned some German, so guten Morgen. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, oh that's pretty gosh. much it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He knows a lot of languages. We have we have two mutalingo here. Well, oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's, that's okay. That's a struggle. So I'm just curious, like, how would you describe the education system um, back home in Tunisia? Ooh, good question. Um, I've been reflecting on it lately because 
I'm about to finish my education here. I'm kind of like comparing what uh-huh. I've learned back home mm-hmm. compared to here. Well, back home, I've only done like when I'm aware of things and I'm mature. I remember high school and I only did one year of university back there. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing is that school is free there, completely okay. free. Like you pay wow. bare, maybe like the stamp for your, <laughs> you know, like uh, if they send you like letters or whatever, you pay it that in advance. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. small. And even textbooks, it's usually free. Mm-hmm. Or not free, let me say, like... Subsidized. Can, yeah, it's very cheap. It's like mm. 2 $4, mm-hmm. $5 a book. Wow. It's, it's nothing. Wow. Uh, but school, uh, overall, it's very kind of crammed in, in high school. Like, oh. I remember we take 12, 13 oh, wow. classes per quarter. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, so now we're taking three, and it's like a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm tired. It's three classes. <laughs> Uh, no, but we take a lot of classes. We don't have a lot of activities, mm-hmm. like, oh. to fill up the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you go to school from 8 to, like, 6, and wow. it's classes back-to-back. So your brain gets fried. Must be tough. It is tough. Um, what else? And in languages we're involved, as you asked me about that, uh, none of these languages I learned just out of curiosity. I mean, we were mm. all, like, taught the same thing. So if I pick randomly one of my friends... From Tunisia, they'll be speaking the same languages. Okay. okay. Because at the end of high school, last year senior, mm-hmm. we have a national exam, and it's a pass or fail. So if you pass, you go to university. If you fail, uh, you have to retake the whole year. Like, there's no retaking classes. Mm-hmm. There is a small session. It's mm-hmm. called, like, a session de contrôle. Like, you know that? Mm-hmm. Like, know kind of that. a second chance for those who missed small percentages. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, yeah, my point is that we have to take four languages in that exam. Oh, my god. So gosh. Arabic, French, English, and whatever language you chose. So, oh my so god. that's a huge part of it. Besides your major, like math, physics. Um, what was your question again? About yeah, education, it was right? about how, yeah, <laughs> our education like, system. Okay, I'm describing a lot of things. But basically, yeah, I talked about the, the cost. It's free. Mm-hmm. Um, we have good high schools. We have private and public. Mm-hmm. The, even the private ones are not that expensive. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about high school because university mm-hmm. is another level. So high, uh, university back home, if it's private, mm-hmm. it's a little bit pricey. Mm-hmm. But uh, what else? Mm, we do have those programs of like internships and and um, like like working and mm-hmm. studying. It's mm-hmm. the culture is there too. It's like the U.S. But uh, I would say that. I, I really enjoyed going to high school in Tunisia. I learned a lot, and I felt like we learned some maybe more than what high schoolers here learned, mm, like okay. especially in hard classes like math. Like I did calculus three in high school. I remember yeah. that. Right, right. Um, what else? But uh, one thing I'm gonna mention my last point here is that uh, school is very is, like that critical thinking part. We don't have it back home. So we're only focused on, like, memorizing and, you know, it's not, it's not a good uh, study strategy, pedagogy. Yeah. Or, yeah mm-hmm. What's that word? Study strategy, yeah. You know, actually, people, I um, I experienced the same thing back home in Vietnam mm-hmm. because we have, like, 13 classes for the whole week. And then oh. it's a lot of math, a lot of chemistry, a lot of English. And I mean, I just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like a piece of lemonade and people just kind of squeezing my, my juice out. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. I would, I would 
agree to that too. Because <laughs> like、okay. back home, we had a lot of rigorous studying. I wouldn't necessarily say that we ever thought about critical thinking, like you said, yeah. yeah. Right. But it was、right. more about like memorizing books and books, and then when the exams came, you just had to know exactly what was in the books and all the definitions and all of that. So it was it was very much like focused on like basically reiterating、mm-hmm. the book. So it has the book has to be just imprinted in your mind <laughs> for agree, exam、yeah. purposes. Truthfully, people, all of my English is not from school; it's from YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And if you want、Hearing. to know which channel, I recommend to watch Chris Tucker. <laughs> That sounds familiar. It rings a bell to me. But、um, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Where did you learn English? Well, back home in Tunisia,、uh, I think we started junior high school. So what's、mm-hmm. that like? Two thousand and seven to two thousand and nine. So that's those three years. Same,、yeah. same with me. But that was really just basic. Like you just learn how to just write. And you said that English is mostly、uh, like only young people speak at a n- later nowadays, age. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, yeah, nowadays, because back then, like my parents don't speak it fluently, but like my cousins,、mm-hmm. my brother, my siblings. But I remember those three years weren't enough, and then high school came, and it's almost the same level.、Mm-hmm. Like we didn't.、Oh, right. We kept repeating the same topics, the same thing. So it wasn't a lot of improvement.、Mm. So、wow. by the time I was in high school, senior, took my national exam, I did really well.、Mm-hmm. But still, I had a very low level of English, especially speaking,、oh、because we we barely practice speaking.、Mm-hmm. So we just do、uh, writing, and it's like writing is just paragraph, like a short paragraph. That's your long essay.、Mm-hmm. Um, but then I had to learn it with a、uh, little bit of internet, just reading books. I couldn't practice a lot of like talking, speaking.、Mm-hmm. I one time took a short, what is it called, like、um, private courses.、Mm. Yeah,、uh, it was really short. It wasn't like for a long time. But how I long l- was it? Like, well, how long? A few months. A few、mm. months. But basically, from the year I graduated from high school, so 2014, until 2015, that's how I focused on learning academic English. Yeah. And focused on like idioms and and accents and like things that. <laughs>、yeah. That you don't learn in Tunisia,、mm. uh, pop culture a little bit. But then when I came to the U.S., that's when I was put in on the spot.、Mm. Basically, community college, Green River College. Let me just say that. Shout、wow. out to Green Shout River out College. Green the Gators. Definitely <laughs> hashtag them on this episode. This, there you go. Go <laughs> Gators. Yeah. No, seriously,、uh, I learned a lot of really good.、Mm. Like、oh yeah, the same thing. Speaking. The same thing. And then also a lot of other experiences like. Um, like volunteering,、mm-hmm. working, where you have to communicate with people, but I would say in the past five years, I was when I whoops, <laughs> that's when I mostly learned it. Five years. So now you're a star. I am a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> <You know. laughs> This guy speak French, speak English,、oh、speak、God. Arabic,、oh, and also、flattered. Spanish. Man is. What、incredible. is it? A pentalingual or something?、Uh, it has a <sighs> word, and I'm trying to remember it. A poly,、um, it's a poly something. Polygon, I think, or poly, poly. Bilingual. No, it's P O L. Just look it up. I don't have、okay. my. Okay. Bilingual. I don't、okay. know. We will Google it. <laughs> okay. So yeah, what motivated you to come to the United States for higher education? Wow. Okay. That's a tough. That's a good question because I've always thought about it.、Um, honestly, before I picked the U.S., I wanted to study abroad. So I,、mm-hmm. I don't want to make. It sounds like oh, since I was a little kid, I wanted、yeah. to come to the U.S. So it was a lot of attempts trying to go to other countries that, unfortunately or fortunately, didn't work out.、Mm-hmm. Like some countries in、mm-hmm. Europe and then Canada didn't work out. So the U.S. 
ultimately I had to go somewhere, but the U.S. was more of the that like the highest bar I can have because mm-hmm. okay. other countries were still easier, right? Mm-hmm. So if something mm-hmm. easy it means it's not really challenging enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if I go to France, it's all, school there is almost free, but language is very for like mm-hmm. easy for me. Mm-hmm. But I chose it because it was hard. That's what uh, JFK said, right? We w- chose to go to the moon and do the whatever, do the impossible, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because, not because it's easy, but because it's hard. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the, the whole philosophy behind it. But my father also motivated me. I wanted to go somewhere international, mostly, and get, like, the highest education, <laughs> you know, which is the U.S. I think it's really inspiring. It's uh, so inspiring. And I think it, it it's quite familiar to me, like, especially mm-hmm. my mom was the one that pushed me. Um, actually, I, I had to spend a lot of time talking to mom and convince her a lot um, to let me go to the U.S. because she didn't want it at the beginning. And then I spent like a week, a week and a week to talk with her. And then she was like, okay, I'll let you go. Oh, wow. Um, it's, it's really inspiring and quite relevant to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So did you have any fears or concerns before coming to college here? Well, a lot. <laughs> I think that one of the hardest decisions I've ever made was choosing to come here. Because mm-hmm. I remember at one point that I had everything ready in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I could say yes or I could say no. Or I could go somewhere else instead of coming to Washington. But I think at, back then I was 18, 18 years old. I wasn't that like much aware of a lot mm-hmm. of things. So mm-hmm. I kind of ignored a lot of factors. I didn't factor in the, the part that, for example, when you... Um, when you're busy with school and work, you really, you won't be able to go home very frequently, right? Mm -hmm. Or like losing contact with your friends back home. Uh, Not being able to find the culture, like my own culture, because not many people from my country make it this far in this place. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those things were like small fears back then, but now I'm like, wow, I should have actually took my time to think about it. But uh, no regrets. Um, I think also the biggest two fears that I had was what if I won't be able to be a good student? As in, like, what if I can't keep up with the pace of School of America? Because it's mm-hmm. totally different system. Yeah. We use the French system, and here it's the U.S. And the other thing was the language. I was like, if I'm not going to be able to speak good English, all right, let go, let's go back. I have plan B. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back, speak Arabic or Tunisian, so... So, yeah, those like, mainly fears I have. So why Seattle out of all places? That's <laughs> a great question, actually, because I chose to come to the U.S. because of that. Actually, that's one of the biggest factors. So uh, when I chose a um, uh, community college, I had a list of, uh, of other places, like including California, a few other places like Colorado or somewhere that I don't, mm-hmm. I don't even remember where they were. And uh, I chose it because one time I was sitting with my father and we were talking about where we should go. And he was like, mm-hmm. uh, like, one day you'll be able to work for one of those big companies, like maybe Microsoft or Amazon or, or mm-hmm. Boeing. Like that was the, um, I don't know, let's call it the American dream. Maybe. Yeah. Like just like going <laughs> yeah. there, but like you, you're there, you're yeah. really at a low start, right? Mm-hmm. But then you shoot for something really high, which is, you know, big companies with airports like work with airplanes and Boeing mm-hmm. or something. So that's still the dream for me, and I accomplished a little bit of it before. 
So yeah, I chose it based on future stuff. So oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Chavi. Uh, I need to say something. Listeners, I have to leave now. I have class, but yeah. Keep, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Keep listening. Keep listening to Yaya and uh, Chavi. <laughs> That's gonna be um, a wonderful conversations we promise. And I see you guys later. You're okay, so bye. Bye bye. Thank you, Dad. Okay, so. All right. Yeah, you can stretch. That's fine. Ah uh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, kind of sore from workout. Um. So I'm curious. Sure. What. Or did your family have any fears or concerns of you coming to college here, or like, did they have any expectations of you? Well, uh, yes, actually, there were a few concerns. Um, well, I have that. I've already built that uh, reputation or like a, a idea in my family that I'm I can rely on myself. I can do things without a lot of support. I mean, I need support, but I could. Be independent, mm-hmm. so I don't think they were afraid of that. They were just uh, afraid if I'm not in the right place, or if you mm-hmm. know, if I am, or if I went to a college that's not good enough, or yeah. or like the distance. They're like maybe, I think they were actually aware of me being abroad mm-hmm. and like far mm-hmm. because my father went. So he studied in France. France is in, is very close to Tunisia, right? But mm-hmm. he. Back then, like he's it was I don't know maybe like the eighties or seventies, but when he was there, um, he couldn't afford to go home very often. So mm-hmm. he had I think he had a few years without going home, like maybe four or three years without flying back home. So he he knew what it feels like to be far from home and like mm-hmm. not being able to catch up and maybe attend like good ceremonies like weddings or whatever. So he knew that, but. He, he didn't like communicate that to me. He didn't mm-hmm. say like, you know, it's gonna be hard. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't warn me, but uh, I think they thought I will. I'm gonna be doing well, and I show them that I could do that. Um, what else? So you asked me about the concerns from my family or any expectations they had of you. Well, I mean, I think academically they didn't have high expectations. Not because I'm not <laughs> doing well, but but since I was in col- um, high school back home. Mm-hmm. They never judged me on grades. It's not just me, even my siblings. Like back home, if you get a B or C, it's always like encourage. Like you only hear encouragement rather than blames, like uh, like Mm -hmm. making you feel bad. So it's always been like, you know, it's okay. It's all right. You can do better. Um, You can improve. Or how can we help you? Or if you want like a tutor or something. So they kept that expectation. Like Mm -hmm. if you don't do well, it's okay. Like, sure, we're paying money for this, but <laughs> mm-hmm. but still, like, you can still um, fail because that's how you learn. Yeah. So you attended Green River College, correct? Sure. Um, so can you talk about why you chose Seattle University? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I have a lot of, um, like, before I came here, I've thought a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And I've had other, like, choices, but I narrowed, I narrowed, sorry narrowed down my choice to this one, Seattle U, because back then I was working mm-hmm. at a corporate job. I don't know if we should mention names. Yeah, that, go ahead. Because okay. it was Amazon. <laughs> uh, and it's, location-wise, it's really close yeah. to here. It's in South Lake Union. So so when I worked there, I was, um, I really loved the work environment and mm-hmm. I liked 
not just working at that company, but working in Seattle in general. So I wanted to stay in the state, in this state, in Washington, mm -hmm. but also work somewhere close by so that I can um, eventually mm -hmm. come back, maybe mm -hmm. work there after school. But then I, I got inspired by all the people I was working around with and their fields were computer science, like business intelligence, all these fantastic things. But I could mm -hmm. see the products or like the outcome of what they were doing. Mm -hmm. I wasn't seeing like yeah. theory or abstract stuff, like people actually work on real products mm -hmm. or they solve real issues. So then I looked at my options. I was like, what is in Seattle or in Washington State that has that field, mm -hmm. right? And then I found a few other few other universities like, you know, the Wazoo and then and then UW and mm -hmm. other universities in here. But then I like the business analytics major at CIU. They offered a scholarship. Mm -hmm. uh, they also have like a good location. It's mm -hmm. an urban campus, which I liked because I think I do better at a small campus. Institution, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. better than like, you know, big classrooms of like hundreds of students. <laughs> so I chose that. Yeah. That was like also on my head. Uh, what else? I also had a few friends. One of my coworkers was actually uh, a Seattle U student. He mm -hmm. just graduated and he was working with me. So he told me a lot about it. So yeah, uh, mainly I would say the major location, a little bit of things, you know, like, yeah. um, the things that I mentioned, you know, like friends referrals, whatever. And we have things. restaurants and all that and vicinity, yes. which works really well, especially when you're like, you have a long day of classes and then you're like, oh my gosh, we're, I'm hungry. Yeah. So where do I go? I agree. Yeah. Um, Foods, mm -hmm. coffee shops. Yeah. Lots of coffee shops. Yeah. And if you're bored, you can just walk to downtown like yeah. 20 minutes and mm -hmm. you'll be there. So how do you think you fit into Seattle used culture? Wow. Seattle U definitely has a culture. It's different from, uh, I would say, my community college or mm -hmm. other universities. Mm -hmm. um, it's very laid back. It's chill. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, we're cool. And, and I like the whole spirit of, mm -hmm. you know, how people like live on campus. There's a lot of events. That's like the first thing you'll notice, I mm -hmm. guess. Especially if you enter Students mm -hmm. Union Center for whoever's mm -hmm. listening. It's a huge building. And, like, once you enter, there's, like, these huge posters mm -hmm. of, like, events. Yeah. And it's, like, it's current things, like, um, updated stuff. So you could tell that there's a lot of activity. I did a campus tour before I came here. So I kind of got a little bit of a feeling of how campus is small and you could, like, walk around from a building to the other. Um, I knew the athletic part, you know, they're big. Seattle U was big. Like back then, I knew that it's big on sports. Uh, I, I actually used to play tennis <laughs> before I even, like, I used to use the courts of Seattle U before I was a student. So I'm sorry to uh, <laughs> whoever <laughs> owns <fine>. the courts. <laughs> but, but yeah, I love the culture, actually. After a while, uh, at first it took a while to adjust. But then once I, I knew, um, I met new friends. And also, like, uh, a huge community that, shout out to them, International Student Center. Shout out to International Student Center. ISC was, like, my first home from week two. Like, week one, I met them. Week two, I was already, like, signed up for, for big events. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I see uh, all these organizations, a lot of other ones, because I was also part of, a, I am still a part of a mentorship program called mm -hmm. Ignite. 
And my mentor, her name's Angel. She's wonderful, lovely. Angel, another shout out. Shout out, Angel. (laughs) (laughs) So many shout outs today. Yeah. So, yeah, there were a lot of good, um, you know, opportunities to get involved. And Mm -hmm. um, I got a lot of support right off the bat. Like, yeah, it was was wonderful. I mean, I'm still enjoying it. And I was even thinking about it this morning. I was like, I have two more quarters to go. And this is crazy. (laughs) That's scary. It's going by really quick. Yeah, so... Um, what would you say have been some of the challenges uh, that you have faced or are currently facing at Seattle U? Um, well, that I w- challenges that I was facing, um, well, at first, let me say that it was a little bit my fault why I had a lot of challenges because I used to live really far. Mm-hmm. Like two hours away from here, uh, one hour if you drive, but I don't drive. I don't have a car if you drive. Uh, but anyways, uh, I used to commute a lot, so I didn't have time to have a campus life mm-hmm. to like do things outside of classroom. So mm-hmm. I remember, like, I'm here in the morning. I do my homework, or if I have a class in the morning, I go to class, mm-hmm. and then whatever. There's like break, lunch break, mm-hmm. and then I go to other my other classes. And then that's it. I have to go home because I have to catch my train and all that. So I felt like I was just going to classes and it didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it at first. Although, as I said, I got a lot of support, but I felt like I wanted a better environment. Mm-hmm. That's why I moved here and I'm, I'm glad for that. <laughs> really, I'm really close yeah. now. Um, so yeah, I, f- I felt like sometimes I kind of blamed the school. I was like, why do all these events have to be so late? Yeah. And why do mm-hmm. I have to... Uh, you know, miss my train and maybe like stay at somebody's place. So it was a little bit of challenging for commuter students. Commuter students, it's hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I have to mention that yeah. rent here is really expensive. Yes. For whoever's listening, <laughs> you probably know that. that nothing is new here. Capitol yeah. Hill and even Seattle. So, yeah. Um, but I think other than that, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure not just me, but other transfer students find it a little bit easier to transfer to start sure there are differences between community college and Seattle U mm-hmm. but I'm sure it's better than transferring from a country like right out like not yeah. transferring I mean freshman mm-hmm. you start from first year so I was a little bit actually comfortable with that did not you, a lot of challenges um, did you find that you have a strong Tunisian community here at Seattle U uh, no. <laughs> Let me just be honest now, because I haven't met any. Uh, I talked to the International Student Center. They uh-huh. told me I'm the only one from here. Wow. Although I did some quick Google search, and I saw there was, like, a few exchange students for uh, graduate school programs. They came here a few years ago. But, no, there's just me. Do so. you find that challenging, not being able to have a community? Yes, at first it was challenging, because... In my other college, I already had Tunisian friends. Mm-hmm. It wasn't many. It was like five, maybe total, <laughs> <laughs> including me. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a few, but I was so close to uh, two of them uh, that they are now not here. Oops, sorry. So one of them is in uh, another state, and the other one is here, but in another city. So I found it a little bit hard, uh, but I didn't make a big deal out of it i was like mm-hmm. it's okay yeah um i re- actually have a lot of friends from other places mm-hmm. that kind of relate to my country mm-hmm. so like 
friends from Lebanon, from Qatar, from Saudi Arabia. So mm-hmm. so it doesn't have to be Tunisia to yeah. to feel like mm-hmm. belonged or like welcomed. Uh, a few French speaking speakers, which you know, kind of reminds me of my home. You know, and also just other people from other countries. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be Tunisia, but yeah. I, to answer your question, like <laughs> after <laughs> all this uh, this whole thing, uh, it it could be challenging. Yeah. So um, now this is a question that you can choose not to answer. But have you okay. ever, like, received any unwanted comments from people mm. that have maybe like hit you the wrong way? I yeah okay. So uh, <laughs> I was actually like filing uh, doing the survey recently. <laughs> we talked about this. I was doing the survey about like you know if you ever faced discrimination, or whatever. Uh, I think mostly not. No, mm-hmm. thank God for that. I'm 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 fortunate. I'm grateful I didn't had that. I'm sure other people faced either you know like negative comments or racism or whatever you want to label it. But I do remember one time uh, in my first year in community college. Um, was it 2016? Maybe no, actually 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, what was Halloween? October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you can tell I'm not from yeah. here. I'm like <laughs> double checking date of, of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Halloween, whatever it is. It's it's like fall because it was my first mm-hmm. fall quarter, and uh, I've never done Halloween uh, trick or treat because I am not from here and we don't even have that culture back then. So we were doing. Um, I went with like I joined this international group of people, uh, like kind of official. Like there's a director and whatever. Mm-hmm members yeah and they said how about we take you to this neighborhood i think it was federal way or somewhere south and they said that we'll do trick-or-treat and we will talk to the house owners before like after we knock the door and say these are kids but also these are international students yeah. who want to experience what this feels like i was maybe like dressed as a cowboy or something <laughs> so <laughs> that's what i remember <laughs> but then they were really nice they were yeah. all like um fine with it but except one guy um he was like, so yeah, I remember the, the, the girl, the lady who was with us, she said that this is an international student from whatever, China and other countries, and I'm from Tunisia. He said, she said he's from Tunisia and north of Africa. And he, he mentioned the word Africa, and he was like, no, he, he shut the door, and he yelled, and he said, is that okay to say these things? He, yeah, he yeah, that's like, fine. He mentioned, was like, no, we're not going to give trick or treat to like, people from al-qaeda or to go back to africa he said some some oh some comments gosh. like that he said like um he, like i remember he yelled and he shut down the door and then the i was okay with it because i probably have never experienced it before so i didn't know how to react but the girl with me she was like i'm so sorry like you don't have to go through this just don't don't like listen to him i was like it's okay like sure it's fine um before i came here like i remember my friends and my parents were like kind of warned me they're like it's okay if you hear these comments they're gonna happen you know you're not from you know like you're not white so yeah. you won't have to you will kind of stand out a little bit but it's okay uh, i didn't feel it even now <laughs> like I, <laughs> I don't think it's a big deal because i okay maybe i should also mention this other uh ironic point in this thing he was african-american and he was like go back to africa and i was like Okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. but like we're all in this together. We all came from other places to be wow. here to pursue mm-hmm. dreams, to uh, to like b- 
be a diverse community, but mm-hmm. then you like it's not. It didn't make sense. It was not logical. Mm-hmm. So that's why I disregarded the comments. But that was the only thing. Well, I just wanted to say thank you for sharing, and that no comment um, in any sort of way is trivial. Like, um, I don't know if you feel that way, but I think sometimes like communities that are often underrepresented get receive microaggressions from people and i have also lived through this where i've just like oh well you know let it go and then let it go and then over time it kind of becomes part of your lived experience and your reality so thank you for sharing this of course yeah i'm glad i did too so despite these challenges and these hardships (laughs) hardships What's something that keeps you going? Ooh. What keeps me going? I'm sure you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we talked about this, but not here. Um, I think I have a big sense of drive. Yeah, like, Uh it's hard for me to stop. I mean, we all have times where Mm -hmm. we're not feeling well, or it's like you get, like, failures after failures. Mm -hmm. So, like, rejections after rejections, whatever. You don't do well in class or something. Uh, but I think the drive, like, always reflecting back on, on on the whole purpose of, like, why are you here? Like, kind of reminding myself that I'm not here forever. Mm-hmm. So I have to bring up, uh, like, say to myself, okay, so it's all right. This is only temporary. It's going to maybe last for a week, maybe mm-hmm. a month. But it won't be, like, for a year for two years so once i know that something like uh you know we have ups and downs even for the apps <laughs> that's why i have to enjoy them the good parts because they're not gonna last mm-hmm. right but also the negative ones they're not gonna last so that's awesome mm-hmm. you could you know overcome that yeah and say okay i came here to study i'm like i have family behind mm-hmm. me to support me i have friends i have Maybe kind of I feel maybe specifically because I'm from mm-hmm. Tunisia. I'm kind yeah. of representing my people. Yeah. If I mess up, it's on me. <laughs> <laughs> if I do well, that's a yeah. great like uh, publicity, you know, for yeah, drive, motivation. So, have there been any specific people, mentors, or resources that have helped you um, on your college journey here at Seattle U? Yeah, at Seattle, you, I've had really great people around me. I mm-hmm. mean, besides friends, obviously, like mm-hmm. the people you talk to. I have uh, people, like I said, from the International Student Center. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to name all of them, but that's pretty <laughs> much like yeah. all of them. Anytime I needed help, I would reach out. Um, academically, I always found faculty helpful, mm-hmm. like, uh, I mean, sure, at first you're, I'm overwhelmed, but then I'm like, okay, I got to go talk to the professor. <laughs> I'm not going to, like, you know, sure, you try, you try, and then you're like, maybe yeah. it's time to seek help. Mm-hmm. So academically, professors were really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to, uh, as I mentioned earlier, like getting involved and all that, yeah. my mentor helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I think that's those were pretty much it, yeah. Um, so as we are progressing towards the end of the interview, there wow. it's, it's very much hearty and light on a light note. So um, <laughs> I'm curious to know, what would you describe as your home? What's the feeling that you get when you think of home? A song or dance? 
a drink or anything that reminds you of home. Wow. Or even food, I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of li- it's little things, really. It's not like something very visual. It's it could be things like um Like music, my language. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if I hear language, it it reminds me of home. If yesterday I was one of my uh, friends' place, he's from, he has Lebanese origin and other countries' origins. Um, and he had this snack that we also have back home, and we're like, wow, like mm-hmm. we have the same one, but it's we we give it a different name. Mm-hmm. So it could be food ma- mainly, um, language. Like when I hear my mm-hmm. my language, um, but make you know. Habits, cultures, um, or like sometimes when we share, uh, when we share holidays with other nations, like yeah. maybe things that have to do with religion, mm-hmm. like Ramadan or or Eid, which is like a Christmas version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so when when those events happen, it's really hard to like not think about your country or mm-hmm. like your family. Um, but th- there's really a lot of things I can go on and on, but it's usually those things that are mm-hmm. around you like food and and music um what's one piece of advice that you'd give to your 17 year old self oh okay i'd definitely say no don't be afraid to do anything don't be scared to say yes mm-hmm. um it's okay to fail mm-hmm but you know when people say oh what, what would you say to your young version like what would you do differently mm-hmm. and i think i would say to do nothing mm-hmm. because that person the act of not of leaving myself grow mm-hmm. and go through these journeys made the person who i am today yeah. trying to ask that back so i wouldn't really go that far back and like give a lot of suggestions or help or whatever <laughs> yeah. but I would definitely say you know keep going don't be afraid like do it it's enjoy it uh, yeah like don't be scared to try new things cool thank you so much of course um, so the last uh, question right. is something that we <laughs> ask each of our guests Ooh. and it's a little fill in the blanks okay. so when I say I'm a first-generation college student, and I am. And then you fill in the blank with a word or a phrase that comes to your mind. So I'm going to say it again, and then you fill in the blank, okay? Is it the same one you just said, or like other ones? Any word or phrase that <laughs> comes to your mind, you fill in the blank with that, okay? So I'm, so I'm going to say, I'm a first-generation college student, and I am... Lucky to be part of this. <laughs> or, awesome! Or... <laughs> and I am is that what was it like yeah, yeah, yeah like I'm first generation yeah and I'm really I'm aware of how great of of the rare opportunity that I have here mm-hmm. because I don't say oh I'm first gen I compare myself with people who are from here but I mm-hmm. compare myself with my peers from Tunisia who never got the chance to go abroad so awesome yeah. let's have it up for yeah yeah let's go <laughs> Thank you for having me here. This is great. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in today to Project First Gen. I'm your host, Chubby, and we have our guest. Yeah, yeah, and I will probably see you soon. Tune in for the next episode. (laughs) Thank you. That's awesome.
<laughs> How do you stop it?